Welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Tracy. I'm Val. Uri. Uri. I was was thinking. No, we've done this before. I was thinking because we had had Krebs from Dungeon Crawlers last week with us, Tracy, and I thought this is going to go so much smoother now that Val's back in the intro. And it did not, but it was wasn't it an awkward intro last week. I haven't listened yet because I've been out. But it was no, it it was fine. It's Krebs just, was great. It's just no, not the same. Yeah. It's not you, right? Like when you don't go through your intro every week. I, we we're usually if you're new to the show with Jake, mm-hmm. Tracy, and Val Uri, um, we tend to have awkward like beginnings and awkward endings mm-hmm. but the middle the meat of the show it's like really <laughs> if the best thing you can say about a hamburger is that the bun was the best like that's not a really good burger the but if the bun is subpar but the meat yeah. is good then, that's true yeah but when they're both good mm. yeah well we're working on both we are 25 percent of our shows are yeah, the full package <laughs> As Tracy said, we're a juicy beef patty. That's what we are right now. And uh, we'll work on, on everything else. That's, That's our band name. Juicy I like it. Patty. So, Val, oh. where are you this week? So, I am in D.C. Um, right now doing a, working a con, con called Otacon, which is all Japanese, like, pop culture, music, oh. anime, games. I went and played in their gaming section. It's huge. Oh. It's like like this big area think of like half of what we use at um the convention center in salt lake mm-hmm. it's like half mm-hmm. of that is just set up okay. games and a oh, lot cool. of them are japanese games so it's like well here's your instructions but i don't know so you just kind of That's figure it sweet. out and have fun um but they have all different kinds of things and there's concerts like that are happening there's cool. different classes on like how to put costumes together um, they were doing like a photography class yesterday, like really how to like photograph like the like characters and stuff like that. I didn't go to anything, but like I can, you know, the yeah, schedule. Um, right. But yeah, it's like it's they've been doing it for four years in D.C. It started out in Baltimore, I guess. Um, but yeah, they're a fun group of people. And yeah, That's it's cool. really fun to see. I saw for the first time in all the cons that I've been to. In the last 15 years, somebody arrived with service ducks. Okay. I will post a picture of these service ducks in a video. So I walked around the corner to the service area because they use our technology just to check in on them and see how they're doing. And she looked at me like the girl that was working there. She's like, I'm like, what's wrong? And she's like, "I, I need somebody from convention staff to come in here. And I'm like, well, what's going on? She's like, we have service ducks. And there's no animals allowed in the building. Uh-huh. There's two service ducks that are also dressed up. And they're looking at each other like, I don't know what kind of conversation they're having with each other, but I want to know. Like, it's one of those things. Let me see if I can get it big enough. These are the oh service my. Oh, my they God. And they're looking at each other and having some sort of conversation. But of course I had to take a photo because they're birds and they're birds in costumes with wigs. And they look like they're so disinterested in the world around them. And they don't understand why these stupid humans, I'm not saying this human is stupid. Right. No, no. Right. And are bringing them to this thing. Right. But they're service ducks. Okay, and no, I'm, I'm pro service animal. Whatever you need Absolutely. to do to to be able to do your life, but I feel like service ducks in Japanese anime costumes 
are not really service ducks. I think they're I, entertaining duck, ducks. Yeah. Hey, now, if this happens in a movie, would I'll be like, that's really funny. That would never happen in real life. But this actually happened. This is fantastic. The things I'm that like, I see at conventions. <laughs> I, I'm genuinely curious what a service duck would support, like what it would do. And so well, I could see like if you were if you had outdoors and like keeping ducks or keeping birds or keeping like chickens, like they help you feel better in there. You go out into your yard and they bring you joy, but you're bringing them to an environment that they're going to get trampled. Yeah. Like yeah. this is a big convention but hall. There's 30,000 people here. Wow. What are you going to do with these ducks? The fact that they have they don't really have leashes because who puts a leash on a duck? And I say that, and I'll probably get all these photos. Like here, I've seen a leash on a duck. Um, yeah, but, but again, in this I'm case, also that would be lead. like that would be like the least weird thing the ducks were wearing if they were wearing a leash. In this case, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I service birds are a thing, but you just mm -hmm. don't take them to stuff to like Japanese this convention. because wow. I'm getting trampled at events like this, right? It's just busy and crazy. I, I saw somebody I, I, at San Diego Comic-Con last week had a three-year-old and the three-year-old was done walking, laid on the floor and the mom was just dragging him by his foot <laughs> on this dirty yeah. floor at San Diego Comic-Con. She was a vendor. Oh no. Yeah. Was it, was it like toward the end of the day? end of the convention, just middle. I mean, three-year-olds, they're going to be done when they're done. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, right, but, but we're but all the looking like they're the on the floor. Like, maybe you're building their immune system. Good for you, you know. Yeah. Um, but then she kept on, she'd like get him up and he'd walk and then he'd sit down again. And all of these people are walking by and she's just over yeah. here. Like, come on. No, pick your kid up. Sorry, this is a whole different podcast. Pick your kid up. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know I, who's I, me. I've got nothing to to follow this. I this is the whole show. This is I, you know I. <laughs> when you're if only George Washington thing. was pulling Hamilton by his ankles across. <laughs> well, there were a couple times he needed to. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's appropriate that you're in Washington D.C. We're wrapping up July with a with a patriotic movie slash musical we're going to talk about hamilton so we're just that's how we're going to do it tracy no clever segue we're just going to go right right I, into it i don't know how you segue from what val just described into uh, hamilton, but but, but before, i mean they fought they fought for the freedom for us to throw a tantrum and we do it america we throw some of the best the right tantrums in the world to put wigs on ducks they did yeah i mean if it was up to the british we'd be putting wigs on everything this is true. You know, this is you know, speaking though of costumes and things wearing strange costumes, <laughs> Tracy is raising money to if he raise what what where where are you at on this? He's the going to run in Disney World, right, as Disney a princess. World. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. It's going to be the five K, but uh, I I set a goal because you know fundraising been a little tougher this year, and and you know there's a lot going on. And uh, so, you know, to try and stand out a little bit from the crowd, I, I asked people mm -hmm. if they um, would donate a certain amount of money that uh, I would uh, become a pretty princess. And uh, and the people people responded. So I will be doing the 5K at Walt Disney World as uh, it appears Rapunzel. It was it was a close between Rapunzel and uh, Princess Leia. But I think, I feel like I think Rapunzel is going to be the winner. I feel like somehow that's a backhanded, I, I don't know, comment or something that they went with the princess with the most hair for you, Tracy. <laughs> I did get several I got comments. Some, I got some wigs. I I've got some pretty hair that I need to get. Yeah. But um, yeah. I'm looking into some plus sized uh, running apparel because I am not a petite man. And um, this is going to be fun. So yeah, raising money for American Cancer Society. And, and I just want to say, you guys, it's so important. Just even, even five bucks. I mean, the, the stuff that ACS does for people, you guys are on the groups. You you see people posting about family members, about how they're going through it. Um, our friend of the program, um, Eileen Dobbins, she was on the show once. Um, her sister just passed away from cancer. This week, I found out two friends whose 
dads are fighting prostate and colon cancer. Um, you know, it's just anything you can do, $5, $10, um, help us reach our goal. We're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff coming up. We've got some fundraisers coming up. So it's not just like, give us money, but you know, and, but, and it doesn't go to us. It goes a hundred percent goes to ACS. We're covering all of our expenses out to, I'm going out to Walt Disney world and then out to Disneyland. You guys are joining me out in Anaheim. So, you know, five bucks. Tracy's running the Dopey Challenge in Disney World the weekend before he runs with us because in I Disneyland. Because I if I do bowls and I'm such a sucker. <laughs> so uh, by the end of our weekend in Disneyland, I'm pretty sure Val and I are going to be dragging Tracy out by his ankle. <laughs> I got to figure out. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's something special that happens to Tracy at Disneyland, kind of like me, where you just, you will the energy to get yeah. through it because yeah. of uh, the magic. Totally. And I'm hoping that's going to happen um, with the running because I have not been training in the running, but I have to tell you that I can speed walk my butt off. So I even if it. I don't run the whole way, I did like, like nine blocks in San Diego Comic-Con in 11 minutes. That's impressive. Like I just went and everybody on like that was with me and they're like, why are you walking so fast? I'm like, one, I want to eat these tacos that we just bought. Two, I'm really tired. And three, I'm training for a 10K. And they're like, sure you are, Val. Sure you are. No, you are doing it. We're yeah. all doing it. This is going to be great. We are all doing it. We are. The two weekends, I'm looking at 67.9 miles, not including park time. <laughs> We're, we're going to have to, I, yeah, I'm all right, Tracy. Hey, really quick though. Um, I'm going to, did you say you're going to be drugged or dragged? dragged. Okay. I was going to say, like, what? Hey, yeah. going to be drugged. Um, I, don't, I mean, I don't we're all going to be on tells. ibuprofen. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. KT tape, ibuprofen and ice packs. Yes. Um, real quick though. I got to tell you, I got a chance to screen the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles this morning. And that is the first time that I have been at a children's screening where the kids broke out into applause at the end, like and cheering. And then at the end, they have a teaser for the next movie and the kids are like, who is that? You know, and they were just totally into it. It's a hit. It's a really, really good little movie. I'm I'm excited. It looks really cool. I think the animation style looks really cool. And I, I feel like they got the tone of the turtles, right? Mm -hmm. And the cool so. thing is, is I read that they recorded all of the turtle kids because um, they're basically teenagers. Um, they recorded them all live at the same time. They didn't have oh, separate fun. vocal tracks and separate booths. So the kids are playing off of each other and talking over oh, each cool. other. And, um, it's it's really good. Paul Rudd is hysterical as always. Um, yeah, the animation style, it's, sometimes it looks like claymation, but it looks like hand-drawn animation mixed yeah. with some killer computer animation and Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross did the soundtrack, nice. which I did not know until I saw that in the credits. I'm like, Whoa, that's cool. So that's cool. So I'm excited to go see it. I'm a big Ninja Turtles fan. That was my is, jam is back in the day. So and a Turtles fan. Um, I've tried to get him into it and I appreciate the patience that my kids have with me when I try to get them into something that like I was into as a kid, or I want to share the experience with them because if they don't latch onto it, they're kind of just like, Oh, that's really neat. Dad. Would you want to go see that movie? I mean, I guess, but that's neat. Like, I'm glad you like it, dad. That's kind of his attitude toward it. So like, okay. All right. Great. So now I'm just going to go as a 41 year old man by hey, myself to go hey, see it. So I don't think I'll be that. the only one. No, it was, it was, it was a very much a, a kickback to my childhood. I remember being so excited when the, the Henson, company was working on the original turtles and there's mm -hmm. a couple, there's a couple of really clever little throwbacks to those original movies so i think you'll enjoy the heck out of it and i'm glad to hear it. i'm happy to hear that i was hoping it would be good so yeah yeah um there will by be the way, a, those written by tracy up on our website yep um as soon as he can write it because of course i don't even Just think he should have told you there was an end credit but. I didn't say what it was. I'm I'm telling you, stay through the credits because you might miss something. But mm -hmm, I didn't spoil it. Wow, that was for so those, 
for those those that are interested in donating to the American Cancer Society for us, we do have to read our reach our midway point by the end of August, by August twenty third, I think. Yes. So we're getting close to my that. birthday. So, so as a birthday present to me, donate yes. five dollars. Yep. So we will post that link so that you can donate, help us get to the midway point of our goal, and then we're going to have some fun activities to get the rest of the way there. So Absolutely. we are excited for it. Um, I I think it'll be a lot of fun. It's going to be a blast. So good. Let's jump into Hamilton starring Lin-Manuel Miranda. I love movies, by the way, or plays or musicals where the person who created the whole thing says, you know, who'd be really good in this leading role? This guy. Me. <laughs> and but you know the story behind it, right? Tell us. Like, do you know the story? So I don't know. Like, okay, so Lynn, he was a teacher, but he really had like has been an actor and and that forever, and was just auditioning, auditioning. He was teaching, and then he's like, there just aren't any good parts out there, you know, for people that look like me. Mm -hmm. um in musicals like it's very you know very much looks like the same leading man kind of material he took a hiatus um and a vacation from teaching and he went off on vacation and read this big huge if you've seen the book about hamilton it's huge it's like it's a monster yeah. right yeah. and he read it and he thought to himself i'm gonna write this and i'm gonna write it in a way that people like me um because it is about immigrants um, mm -hmm. can be in this cast. So he wrote it with himself and his like-minded individuals in his community to be able to be in it. So I think it's one of those things that we all kind of do. Like if the door you want to go through doesn't open for you, you create your own door. Right. Um, and he knows that he's not the best singer on the stage. Like he knows this, right? Yeah. So the, the mm -hmm. music that he wrote, he wrote with, certain people in mind and his songs are not strong his like songs vocal nearly songs. As dynamic yeah and he mixed in a lot of different genres you have hip-hop you have mm -hmm. a little bit of rock and roll in there you've got rap you've got you know pop you've got um regular kind of broadway like feeling stuff and it's really mm -hmm. cool um you know it 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 was kind of a big hit a little bit like rent. So when rent came out, mm -hmm. yeah. um, it was this kind of new feel, new vibe, this capturing this generation um, in this, in this time in history. Um, but it kind of brought younger audiences to the theater. Right. right. And Hamilton became, became a hit and it was so smart that they took the original cast and they recorded it on stage. To me, I thought that was brilliant because it's either right. going to do really, really well or people are going to hate it. So I thought that right. took some, you know, mm -hmm. to yeah, do that. And, and I love, I love that they did that um, because a lot of times when they try to make it more into a movie, like you've got your Les Mithram and those right. kind of films, Dear Evan it, it doesn't hit the same way uh, that this does. I feel like on film for me, I, I really enjoyed the, yeah. the way that they brought it to there's, film. There's a lot of time jumps in this too, in a short amount of time. And so I think mm -hmm. that would be really hard to do more of a, you know, a, a more of a, a cinematic mm -hmm. view than yeah. presenting it on the stage. But, and it's, it's cool too, because like they'll tape like all the major Broadway shows. Oftentimes they'll record them and then they'll have them in like the archives, the Broadway archives, but they don't necessarily get released to the public. And mm -hmm. to be able to see all the original cast, I know that, um, John, is it Jonathan Groff? Um, the guy that plays uh, the king, um, he had yeah. actually stepped away from the company and they had somebody else playing him, but he came back for the recording mm -hmm. because they wanted the original, original group of people to do it. And yeah, so I think I mean, that's really cool because not everybody gets a chance to get out to Broadway because when this starts, this is like a no-name play and people kind of mocked it at first there was a lot of public mm -hmm. oh they made a hip-hop musical about a founding father mm -hmm. what the this sounds awful and then word of mouth even grew, barack obama thought it was a joke yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah he did he did like this tester there's a video that you'll have to check out on youtube and maybe we can share a link to it on our youtube um but he go he's invited to the white house 
And he's like, and Barack Obama's like, well, so what's your new thing? Like, what's your new thing? What are you doing? And he's like, I'm, I've just kind of been working on this thing about Hamilton. He's like, oh. And then he starts like rapping and everybody thinks it's like a joke yeah. at first. And then it turns into this amazing thing. And everybody's um, like, oh, this works. Yeah. 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 And and people are going to laugh at your face, had... but if you believe in yourself, like do it. Yeah. And I think yeah. at the time he had only written like two or three of the songs. Mm -hmm. And there's yeah. so many songs in this show. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, it's like it's... one of the most downloaded soundtracks. Oh, yeah. Like and then yeah. when it came out, it was everywhere. Guys. And we were playing it on mainstream, you know, stations. Um, when I go, yeah. I go into um, this, this uh, very small pet store by my house to pick up my little dog, some like my dog bones for my dogs. And every uh -huh. time this one lady is working, Hamilton soundtrack is always on like every month I go in there if she's working the Hamilton soundtrack is on but I what I think was the coolest and smartest thing was when Disney Plus decided to release it on Disney Plus during the pandemic because yeah. that show alone brought them some of like the biggest Real. subscriptions to uh -huh. to Disney Plus and then during the pandemic I just watched it almost every day hmm. So now this is, I, I have come I've been on honest about this before. Rap and hip hop is not my cup of tea. It's not my genre. Um, and I have a hard time when it is so fast. So I have to watch it with subtitles on, but it's fascinating and it works. Like I enjoy this. Like I didn't know if mm -hmm. I would, I enjoy the heck out of it, but it goes by so fast at times. I'm like, I've got to have the subtitles on because I miss some of the stuff that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm old. And and this is one of those <laughs> this is one of those musicals where it is pretty much not a stop. song from start to finish. There's not a lot of just speaking in it. It right. is songs from start to finish. And so I get it. Like I we always have the subtitles on anyway, but it definitely helps with some of the stuff because it when David Day Diggs goes fast, he goes fast, man. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Like, I, I don't know how you move your mouth that fast. It makes sense. Yeah, I loved it because as he's going through all these different hip hop variations, I could pick out, okay, that's Busta. Okay, that's Redman. Okay, that's <laughs> like, you can like hear the styles. If you're like hip hop and rap are very much my right. my music genre that I love and in like jazz music, which you get a lot of that um, with uh, uh, Odom Jr.'s, you know, did we lose her? She froze a little bit. We'll see if she comes back. You know, hotel Wi-Fi can be spotty. It's so. gonna be a little tricky. I mean, yeah, she was just getting into it. And I was I'm excited because she like she's the one that can break this all down. Sets for it. are very much pop. Oh. Thought we had her. Yeah. <laughs> but you and I, we can't break down Redman out of the Redman. Red, not Redman, Redman. Tracy. Again? <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> well, but but that's what's been so surprising about Hamilton and how popular mm -hmm. it has been is, and, and we talked about how this was, you know, word of mouth and everybody kind of thought it was going to sound weird and everything else and it's really caught on, but it has gone across generations, yeah. like generational divides, political divides. Like all sorts of things, um, and has really kind of appealed to a, such a broad audience, despite the fact that when you hear the premise for it being, uh, and we'll hope Val joins us here in a minute yeah. again. But when you hear the premise of it being, hey, we're going to take and and we're going to cast it the way that we're going to cast it. We're going to tell the story in hip hop. We're going to tell it in modern music styles. Mm -hmm. And things like that, it it sounds like something that isn't going to work. Well, and but because like, if if they were doing like a like Washington or Lincoln, then you're like, oh, that's an internet. But it's like the guy who invented the treasury, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, there is such a fascinating story, but we didn't know that story necessarily. Yeah, all I knew about Hamilton, I mean, I knew more than just this, but like the most famous Hamilton reference in pop culture pre this musical was the the got milk commercial with yeah. the guy who's calling in about who shot Alexander Hamilton and he's got the peanut butter and he peanut can't butter. say yeah. Aaron Burr 
Like, I knew Aaron Burr shot Alexander Hamilton because of that commercial. I mean, I learned about it in school, too, but that was where I first learned that. And so to see this kind of take off as it has and mm-hmm. how fascinating the story is, because it really is the story of someone who who came from nothing and no background and was able to really build something and was really instrumental in the U.S. becoming the U.S. And, right, right. you know, not just in fighting the war, but but after. And there's so many great references in this film about that like when george washington in one of the songs says you know winning is easy but but governing is harder right and and things like that it's just um it's just really well done val we tried to carry on without you it wasn't as good whatever you're having a total i said i said redman instead of red yeah tracy's like why can't break this down and talk about redman and stuff i said it's redman tracy not redman method man yeah. Busta. <laughs> no, it was just, I, I really liked the different um, types of music and styles that went together and it didn't feel like it was too much. I no. think everybody loves the soundtrack that has heard it and everybody has like their one favorite song. Do you guys mm-hmm. have your favorite Hamilton song? I do absolutely have my favorite. Um, in fact, we listened to the soundtrack quite a few times um, on our road trip that we recently took. Mm. And every time um, the song that George Washington sings, teach them how to say goodbye or one Mm. last time, uh, I like tear up. And my wife, the first time she's like, are you okay? I'm like, it's just a song. I can't, I can't. George Washington is such a huge figure in American history. And to Mm -hmm. see the way that they portray him in this, where you know, he has all the power, he has all the prestige, and knowing I'm building something that's bigger than me, I want this to outlive who I am and 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 my lifetime, and to do that, I have to step away and believe that I've built something strong enough that it will continue after I'm gone. And it's just really powerful. As a leader, uh, I think he's one of the greatest leaders in history, and mm-hmm. anyway, love that that song. Gets me every time. It's funny at the beginning, too. When <laughs> Hamilton doesn't know what's going on yet. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. What's what? You're what? You're doing what? You're what? <laughs> what about um, you, I I love satisfied I and mean, the vocals that she gives, especially when they do like the reverse time mm-hmm. thing, is just so cool. Um, and I'm also a sucker for anything when King George shows up. He just delights. Oh me. Yeah, we'll talk about him, and it, like we'll really get in. I have a lot of stuff to say about him, like. So, so fun. Like what a fun character. Yeah. Mine. I mean, I've got to be with Leslie Odom Jr. Like mm-hmm. he, when he is, I think he's for me, like the first time I saw it, he stole the show for me. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he just stuck out um, to me and I hadn't really seen him in anything before because he'd mainly done Broadway and he has his own music, which if you haven't downloaded it, download it. Cause it's amazing. But wait for it is a song I can mm-hmm. just do over and over and over. And the way that they shoot that scene and they leave it all up to him because almost the whole production, you've got people coming and going and dancing and wait for it is he has to carry like almost that whole song by himself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but he can because he's, his vocals are just crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he is, uh, he's incredibly talented. And that song, I I agree, is an incredibly powerful song in the movie. I also love, I think one that I probably quote um, the most that I thought was really fun to watch and still fun to listen to um, is In the Room or Not in the Room. What is it called? In the Room Where It Happened. Yeah, In the Room Where It Happened. And every once in a while I'll say to somebody, but were you in the room? The room where it happened. How do you know? Were you in the room where it happened? How do you even know? <laughs> I I love, since we're talking about Aaron Burr, and, and um, I love the juxtaposition between these two individuals and how, mm-hmm. how different they were. And they both were kind of to the extreme of, mm-hmm. of their differences, right? I, I love when he first meets Aaron Burr and he's like, you know, can I offer you some advice? Talk or smile more, talk less. And he's like, wait, don't let them know what you stand for. 
or what you're against. And that was kind of, you see that throughout the whole story that that's what he does. He doesn't take a stance one side or the other, you know, and when he, and that ends up being the reason why Alexander Hamilton doesn't vote for him for president, because he says, I don't, I may not agree with Thomas Jefferson, but he stands for something. I don't know what Aaron Burr stands for. Mm -hmm. And, um, but then Alexander Hamilton's the other extreme where he is so ingrained in what he believes. Yeah, he doesn't stop. Yeah. Yeah. And somewhere in the middle. Both things, both qualities can be really good. Like knowing when to push and to fight, but then also, you know, like Burr, knowing when maybe your mouth isn't going to be able to check that or cash that check, you know? Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What is that? Is that movie? Can your, can your butt cash the check your mouth? Whatever. I don't know. There's butts and mouths and cashing checks. I don't know. (laughs) Your mouth's writing checks your body can't cash or something like that. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it was able to take, because obviously there's, there's a lot more to these stories, right? But he, he picked things and he didn't make his leading character be unflawed, which is what I really like because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of movies out there. I love historical fiction. I love just nonfiction in general when it comes to like documentaries, biographies and that kind of stuff. But what I don't love about certain ones, and there's one in the theater right now that's doing very well at the box office, but they take the person that they're doing the documentary about and they make them an all out hero superhero mm-hmm. which you're yeah. not telling both sides of the story you are <laughs> telling one side of the story and with history if you're doing a biography a biopic um something based on history you need to go both sides and so what mm-hmm. i thought miranda did really well here is he told he showed that each one of these characters you know they all had some good goals in mind but they right. all had different ways in going about it they all had mm-hmm. some good qualities and they all had some majorly bad oh, qualities. And I love that because so often we tend to like idolize all of the founding fathers and we go, these were perfect individuals who did yeah. absolutely the right thing every single time. And it's like, no, these guys were flawed and they were doing yeah. the best they could under very difficult circumstances. The only the only ones <laughs> that, he, that you really don't see any of their flaws, George Washington yeah. in this, you don't see any flaws there. Um, and then Hamilton's wife, um, yeah, Eliza, Eliza is, is pretty like, you don't see a lot of flaws with her either, which I'm fine with mm-hmm. because she put up with a lot of crap from him. So it's okay. <laughs> and she was amazing. Like to hear her story at the end of the, and the things she yeah. accomplished after what she had been through, like she was pretty amazing. So I'm yeah. okay with that as well. But yeah, mm-hmm. Hamilton, the main protagonist, you get his flaws and that's okay. And that's something that we're, we are getting better at as we talk about history, uh-huh. but we're getting a lot of pushback on it as well, that you've got to look at these characters from history as they were people, they were flawed, they made mistakes. Mm-hmm. And it seems like when we bring that up, it becomes you're bashing these people from history. And, mm-hmm. and that's not the case. I look at it and I think, knowing that there were imperfections, knowing that there were flaws and they still accomplished the things that they did means that me, a flawed individual can still accomplish like getting out of bed in the morning and going Mm -hmm. to work. Like it's okay that they were flawed and not perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, and I love like Jefferson, that introduction of that character, that song, what I miss sums that character up for the whole second half. So well, and again, we don't think of when we think of Thomas Jefferson, we don't think of this guy who skipped the war and went to Paris and who was a womanizer and a slave owner yeah. and kind of a, and a womanizer <laughs> with his slaves. And I love, oh my gosh, like um, when Davy digs, because they all play a couple different roles right, um, right. in this, which I think is super fun. And when he comes in, uh, you know, and he's on the stairs and he comes in, he's like, what I miss? Like, I've been doing this and that and this and everybody's plotting and he's like doing all of his stuff and comes down the stairs. And again, like great stage production, which I'm sure we'll talk about, but he is so good at that. Um, And I love how also like the characters, 
the actors that they picked for each one also kind of like held the stature of the original, right? They may not look mm -hmm. exactly like, but they held that stature. And he did, you know, he was that kind of tall, gangly, but kind of bigger guy, mm -hmm. you know, and then you've got this little Alexander Hamilton and they're just these opposites, you know, and yeah, um, yeah. he did such well, a great job. And, and it's cool too, because like, like I know, I feel like I know history pretty well, but like, I didn't know that he was from, um the caribbean mm -hmm. i just knew yeah. that he was yeah. from england and so it's stuff like that that's so mm -hmm. interesting as yeah. we go well and i like yeah. anytime you have a story about history you know it's successful when the minute you're done watching the movie you leave the theater and you start googling yeah to, to know more and i'm watching it on you know, Disney plus at my house. And I just immediately like, Oh, I had no, didn't know that. And I, like all the women in the story, like you said, learning the history of like, there are so many things in New York named after both of these sisters because wow. of mm -hmm. what they did. These were some very powerful, smart, you know, they were entrepreneurs. They're also, you know, philanthropists, like, yeah, they had daddy's money, but they did something Good with, things it. with it. And at the time, for women to be able to achieve those kind of things yeah, was even with money was difficult. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Yep. I agree. I, and I like you, you touched on, you know, they may not look like these figures from history. And we talked about the casting and how they did the casting. And, and what I love about the message that that sends, in my opinion, is that the history of the United States, it doesn't belong to one group of people. It belongs yes. to everybody, and it it needs to belong to everybody. This is inspiring. And and Val, while while we were waiting for you to come back and basically stalling, we talked about how this has reached such a broad audience across yeah. political lines and across um, ideologies and everything else, generational, all of that kind of stuff. And I think it's because this story of I mean, this is the American dream that we talk about, right? Mm -hmm. Coming as an immigrant and building a life and finding opportunity and rising up the ranks. Like that story is so universal and so powerful. It doesn't mm -hmm. belong to one group of people. And I love that that's the message that I get out of it as well mm -hmm. when I watch these performers. Yeah. That's beautifully yeah, I, said, Jake. Well done. Yeah. And I, we got to get, we got to get to the king. Like the yes, way we have talked about King this George. Is, this is a, a a part that's not on stage very often. He opens mm -hmm. the show like with his little, <laughs> you know, <laughs> announcement at the beginning. But when his mm -hmm. first entrance comes on, oh my gosh! Oh my! And I just want to say, like, if you ever attended his shows in person and you were in the first five rows, you were spit on. Like he, it's like very it's like Blue Man Group. Blue Man Group, you need the plastic. Yeah. Well, if you're in the they give you a poncho. They're like, you're in the spit zone, the saliva zone. <laughs> and they and make jokes those, about it. He makes jokes about it. It's just coming. I'm like, wow. Well, it's it's that accent that he's gotten down so well. Because it's yeah. not just an English accent. It's a, a royal accent. And the right. way he, you know, enunciates all the T's and, the, and he hits. and it's, But he is so good in this. I mean... <laughs> The little shoulder shimmy kills me every time. <laughs> and just well, the and way that he takes, he does those like side looks and mm -hmm. waves. Yeah. And then like comes. And like when he's, when he says something about being blue and he does the sad face and like the lighting change. And like, there's just so much, all the little things that he does that makes it so memorable um, and so funny. Well, and it's funny too because I heard, and and I might be wrong, but if I'm remembering correctly, um, he was supposed to move a lot more, but that costume and that that it's robe heavy. was so heavy that he couldn't really do much. And so then they just developed that into the character where he's just slowly, barely moving his feet, you know, just kind of strutting out like I totally own all of this. And that wasn't the original plan, but it's just the costume and tone of the character, and it worked. Yeah, it totally worked. Yeah. And you, I mean, you have like so many people. Let's let's just go through like the cast really quick because yeah. like what's great about this is that when most of us saw it, unless you really were into, you know, like I've 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 walked past, I've walked down Broadway, but I've never been to a Broadway show, right? I, I mm -hmm. saw Rock of Ages and Harvey with uh, the guy that played uh, Sheldon on Big Bang Theory. 
Nice. Yeah. And I've seen like when they travel, I've seen, yeah. but I've never like seen an original cast of a show. I've seen an original cast. Yeah. Uh, on Broadway. And, you know, when this came out, I think some of the names were known, but, you know, we have Lynn Manuel Miranda, who was just like so hot. Like this wasn't like he was just exploding. And then after this right. happened, he was everywhere. Um, and then Philippa So, who, you she's know, amazing. he's amazing. Um, Leslie Odom Jr. now has been in like four movies. He's got at least three albums out. Um, David Diggs has been in animated movies, live action movies. And then Jonathan Groff, who plays the king has been in a couple of things but even christopher jackson who plays mm -hmm. um washington he's in the new um uh sex in the city series and mm. the only re one of the only reasons i watch it is for him and his wife their characters like keep me and every time i see him i just think i'm like you still just look presidential like there's just something but he's funny in the show as well so uh -huh. that was really weird to see at first like he is kind of this comedian you know he's got this comedy to him but he just has this presence about him yeah um that's so great but almost everybody on this show you know like um what's well anthony ramos anthony ramos was just in transformers yeah yeah he's in the big transformers and, movie that just came out Beetle movie in which or? one oh no i was thinking he's in blue beetle too but he's not no never mind no but he was also in in the heights that yeah. was yes. another yes. musical um but it was more of a uh, I can't think of the word now, but they yeah. did it as a movie. It wasn't um, just... Oh, yes, yeah, more yeah. cinematic. Yeah, and yeah. then Renee, um, who plays the sister, is in She-Hulk. She's the attorney. And the attorney... Oh, wow. Is, is, she is, is one of my favorite characters in She-Hulk, you know? Yeah. Um, she was also in the Rent version that was filmed, filmed live on TV, so she's no mm. stranger to to that, but I mean... As I was watching the Hulk, I'm like, how do I know yeah. this person? And then I was like, oh my gosh, it's Hamilton. Yeah. I did so know that. Yeah. So many good people. Yeah. So many good people. You know, and as good as Hamilton is, I'm still not going to excuse Lynn Manuel for Scuttlebutt. I'm sorry. That is a well, you know, didn't, Listen, we just <laughs> we just talked about how they don't have to be perfect people. People are flawed, <laughs> Tracy. And that's, that's you know, it. David. He could have said no. This yeah. is true. But he didn't. Yeah. Somebody should have said no. Um, I didn't realize that David is also in Seoul. Um, oh, I didn't know that. And he is in Zootopia as well. So he's done a lot of um, nice. animating. But he's on a really um, bad I didn't like no piercer. Yeah, I didn't like Miranda's um song that he did in Mary Poppins 2 either. Yeah, like that was that my least was favorite that. song. Yeah. So I think he's like either he hits for me mm -hmm. or he misses, but he always tries. And that's and, what and, I love. Like and you he can knows... tell that it's him. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. he has a very distinct style. And I think that yeah. that's when I think it works well when it is all his stuff in I a film or in a story. Yeah. But when it when he's adding two it doesn't hit as well typically. Yeah. For yeah. me. That's kind of the pattern that I've noticed. Like Moana, I love Moana. I love all the songs in Moana. Like I have no complaints. Even Shiny doesn't bother me at all mm -hmm. in Moana. Shiny but, is my favorite song, so it better yeah. not bother you. <laughs> it doesn't. But but Scuttlebutt in Little Mermaid totally yeah. just didn't fit for me. It was like I don't I forgot I forget about it until you bring it up again. Like it doesn't bother me that much. But Tracy I doesn't forget. Much, I'm gonna get hate mail on this, but I'm sure it remind he reminds me a little bit of like Taika Watiti. When Taika Watiti has a full on project that is his, yeah, I love it. Sometimes when he just contributes, yeah, I don't always love it. I don't hate it, but I don't you know always love it as much as when i get to see yeah. something that was full, totally his brainchild you know i, I will yeah. give him credit though because that last song of act one where he's bringing in snippets and and then too when um when hamilton gets shot he brings in these snippets yeah. and pieces of all the songs does the callback together that's incredible and i i wish i knew more about music theory so i could really appreciate like i I know a little bit. I did some band back in high school and stuff like that, but nowhere near as to, I'm sure somebody like, I, 
you know, who's got more of an education could do, but just the blending of all those styles and lyrics and mm -hmm. yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, I mean, it, I'm, I'm surprised it took us so long to even talk about this movie because we all really, really enjoy it. And I think, again, I'm sure there's people out there that think Hamilton is stupid and they don't yeah. love it. And they think it's like totally against like history or whatever, mm -hmm. but I haven't heard from those people. And that's yeah, not yeah. a challenge either. Even people that you wouldn't think just by looking at them would like something like Hamilton. They're like, no, blah, blah, blah. You know, I love this right. part of it, this or that. And it's just fun conversations um, to have with people. Did you guys ever see the, the, the series Billy on the street? Yes. Billy Eichner? Yeah, I can. I can watch it for a few minutes. I can only yeah. take so much but, of Billy. So Billy Eichner is a, a comedian writer and, and he would, before he was well known, he would just be on the streets, like interviewing people and just being, like real quick vignettes and stuff. But there's one episode where he's got Lin-Manuel Miranda with him and he just runs down the street and he's like, miss, miss. And, you know, like interrupting these people's days, these New Yorker days. And at first they're really upset. And then they look up and see it's Lin-Manuel Miranda. And they're like, oh my gosh, I love you. <laughs> you know, and he's like, so super nice. He's like, I love you too. And he's like taking photos with them and stuff. It's great. He seems like yeah. a really cool dude. Yeah, he does. And, and I like that he's done a lot um, and, and like you said, Val, he always brings his best effort. It's yeah. just, it doesn't always hit for me and it's a fine, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. yeah. I'm sad that not more people liked in the Heights. Um, because that was I think really they, good. They were expecting something like Hamilton, but Hamilton and a recording on stage of Hamilton is going to be very different than taking right. that theatrical piece and on stage and then putting it. And I thought they did such a great job with the choreography and the camera angles and just the trying to make you feel like you were in the musical um, mm -hmm. of In the in Heights was really, yeah. really fun to watch. Um, and it just was kind of a sleeper, you know, yeah. I think it made a little more than its money back, but it just wasn't. Um, you know, it wasn't Hamilton for them, um, right. for the fans. And, and it's hard because when you've got like, it's almost like, because In the Heights was first, you know, and then it's like, the first one he wrote. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And so it's almost like the, the, it's like the second album that hits big. And then you go back and listen to the first album of the band. You're like, okay, I can see how you got to the second album, but it it just didn't. Well, didn't and I think yeah. you hit on it, Val, when you said it, it's not Hamilton, like you have to decide what you enjoy about Hamilton. So I enjoy the story of Hamilton. I also enjoy the music and I think it all blends really well together. But like, if you more enjoy the story and the music is okay, but you just really like the story that's being told and then you go see In the Heights, it's a very different story. It's a very, di and so you yeah. may not enjoy In the Heights, but if you like the whole thing, then I think In the Heights is still pretty like solid. It. And it's yeah. got some some catchy stuff to it. And yeah. I, I liked In the Heights quite a bit. We went and I saw that. Too. That was one of the first post-COVID movies mm -hmm. that we went and saw in the theater yeah. was In the Heights. Yeah. And I loved it. Yeah, I just really like, um, I love Lynn's like, um, and I feel like I can call him Lynn because I've never met him in my life, but well, we've got, um, sure. he just we've got has, it's a mouthful of a name that is uh, not always easy to say for me. Lynn Manuel Miranda. Um what I like is that you can see that he has a point of view from the music to the writing to the production. And not mm -hmm. everyone that write that mm -hmm. writes theater or writes musicals ha has anything to do with the choreography or anything to do with the production of the stage. They're a writer, they sell it, somebody else directs it, or they write and direct, but then they bring in, you know, all these other people to kind of but you he has his hands in everything. Yes. He hires mm. people to do the choreography. Yes. He, you know, has a production team and stuff like that, but he, He's like, got some vision. he wants things moving so that your eye is constantly following something. And he did that, you know, with a very creative um, stage production for yeah. Hamilton, because it's not a big stage. So you do have to be creative on Broadway and in musicals and you're moving sets and pieces and things to create all these different spaces but then when you have a film like in the heights where he has all of these tools right so he can be that one of my favorite scenes is when they're dancing down the side of 
the wall, mm -hmm. right? And that's mm -hmm. not like you can't do that. And I'm like, well, he tried to do it in uh, in Mary Poppins, you know, where you expect it, but it just, it didn't work out for me. Um, but it was so much fun. And then the, all the dancing in the pool. And then when they're out in the street, which was a very big callback to, um, you know, a lot of the old, yeah. um, back in the day, like West musicals, you know, West Side Story, mm -hmm. but like times 10, you right. know. Um, it is coming down out here. I walked, just want to say, I walked from the convention center to my hotel, uh -huh. 90 degrees plus humidity. And now it's literally gray and storming out my window. And that's why the light keeps going weird because I had natural light. Yeah. And now I just have my lamp. You had a nice natural light at the beginning. Not that you don't look nice. It's now, gone. It is. <laughs> It's funny though, Tracy, when you talk about, or and, and Val, when you guys are talking about the vision that he has, and then he can even do that, like tick, tick, boom. That was his oh, first yeah. directorial yeah. Uh, debut, yeah. and that came together really well. And that wasn't his original work, but he directed yeah. the, the movie. And I loved that movie. I thought that movie yeah. was fantastic. And that has such a great story. We should talk about that movie at some point because the behind, mm -hmm. like, just the behind story of how tick, tick, boom came yeah. to be and the story of the writer director and mm -hmm. like the original, like that is very much, you and know, you, Lin Manuel did that because he was in, very much inspired and this was a mentor for him. Yeah. He's yeah. the guy who did rent. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. mm -hmm. But if you watch Andrew Garfield's performance on some of those songs and then you watch the original guy, he looks and sounds almost exactly like yeah, that. Andrew guy. Garfield is amazing. That Yeah. Insanely I, good. Well, maybe we just need to do a month of musicals and just you know? do it. I mean. <laughs> Val's got the jazz hands. But not the it's bad jazz hands. The Broadway jazz hands. No, the good, the, the good jazz hands, yeah. yeah. Broadway jazz, jazz hands. hands. <laughs> so, Olivia Newton-John roller skating as a Greek god. <laughs> that, that was probably my first musical that I ever saw because my sisters liked that movie. Xanadu? Yeah, yeah. And with Gene Kelly, which I did not know until like five years ago. I'm like, whoa, that's Gene Kelly. Holy crap. I, yeah. I used to think I hated musicals, and I still sometimes will say that I do. But it's because the musicals that I re that I grew up on were like Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, The Music that's Man. That's Sammy's favorite musical. And, and people love them, and I'm not trying to. Yeah, but it wasn't your brand me, of musical. as a kid, they were like old, and I thought that's what musicals were. And then as I've gotten older and I've seen more yeah, uh, I think there's a great genre of film that we could get into. With, we should with definitely musicals. try and have um, Rachel on for at least one yes. of them. Our friend Rachel, oh, who's a great. film reviewer, but she's also reviews theater and musicals, and she uh, sees he like takes trips to New York every year to to go see Broadway, and then she sees almost like she goes to all the theater productions in Utah. I don't know how she has all the time to see all the movies we have to see, and, so and then I, see all the theater. Like I, she, it's really cool. So we should definitely have her on for yeah. one of the the shows, if Absolutely. she wants to be. Absolutely, it'd be awkward, Rachel, if you didn't want to be. And I just said something. Yeah, now that we've yeah. talked you up, come on, Rachel. Well, step up. <laughs> so we should probably transition from our. Um, business planning meeting and move into <laughs> out into song. Oh. The, the grade for for Hamilton. Hey, we did not take our full 15 minutes of talking about nothing today. We only we talked about those ducks in two mm -hmm. minutes. Yeah, and then a little we bit also of, talked uh, about yeah. Tracy running as a princess. And that's not that's not a rant. That is business and, that we have to say. Everything. Yeah, that's true. And I can't wait. I, I really do um, want to talk Barbie with you guys because I thought that was an outstanding film. I still I haven't, haven't seen, seen it, yet. it, but um, I'm gonna. Okay. I've been trying. I I, when it. it came out, I was at San Diego Comic Con. There yeah. were there was no way I was getting in a theater. No. No. The weekend it opened during San Diego Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. But um, yeah, that that's one that... Uh, and then Haunted Mansion is, is out this weekend. Yeah, I haven't and, seen uh, that one yet. You can uh, hear my review. Um, I was on Good Things Utah uh, yesterday. I was there yeah. and here at the same time because I'm magic like that. Um, <laughs> but I have to tell you, it's... You know, everybody said, well, that's not my... My Haunted whatever. Mansion. This is my Haunted Mansion. Nice. Well, like for it was, I originally I had it as a B plus 
And then I, as I was kind of writing my review, Are you there a be, there's a thunderstorm warning. Oh my um, gosh. I mean, I didn't really need that. <laughs> but yeah. thank you. Um, so I, one, I just really love. A minus? I love Lakeith. Uh-huh. He is a main character. He's the main character in this. I gave it, I moved it up to an A minus. And you're either going to really, can you hear I it? just heard the thunder. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. yeah. All right. I'm, I'm on, I'm on almost the highest floor in this hotel. <laughs> I don't think I'm walking back to the convention. I think I'm probably going to have to take a lift. Uber that one. Um, yeah. I had, I literally had my um, umbrella in my bag and then I took it out. I'm like, I don't need that. <laughs> but anyway, so I gave it an A minus. I'm going to write a proper review um, nice. when I get home and put it up. I'll send it to you and I'll put it on my website as well. It is scary. So everything that you think about the ride, think about the stories that inspired the ride, and then they're deep diving into those stories. And it's more scary than I think people are going to think it is because it's a Disney movie. They've given us a Haunted Mansion movie before. Um, It was scary in other ways. Like it. (laughs) That's one that's on my list. So I'm glad to hear. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I. I mean, do I see that before Barbie and Oppenheimer, or should I? Uh, I would say that out. I That's would because what I think is that you're going to watch Barbie and Oppenheimer, and you're going to have this expectation for Haunted Mansion, and so I think yeah, you do Haunted I'm, Mansion first, and then you do Barbieheimer, Oppenheimer. If you would have told me, if you would have told me that I would think that Barbie is the better movie out of those two, I would have laughed at you until I saw them both, and then, but here mm-hmm. I am. I, I think, think Oppenheimer is Nolan's best film to date. It's it's wow. good. It's not. I liked it a lot. But I'll I'll watch it again. Maybe I was just having a an off day. But no, I think uh, you just are set in your ways about Nolan. It, I um, like Nolan. He's let me down the last couple of years, but I used to be a huge fanboy. So, I mean, we all know Tracy's favorite Nolan film is Tenet. So, oh, hundred percent. The next time you see Dave, you see Babe, be like, hey, should we go see Tenant together and just watch his reaction? He's going to punch me in the face. No, he's not. He's going to start crying. Like, why do you hate me? <laughs> like, well, I found out Tracy hates me today. That was news. <gasps> no. All right. That's great. That's great. I, I'm giving it an A. And, and it's hard. I'm torn on it. I'm. I'm giving it an A because the story, the music, all of it's fantastic. But from like a, and I think they did a great job with the cinematography and the filmmaking, but really it's a stage production that they mm-hmm. filmed. And so I feel weird giving it an A, but I also don't care. But so they have tried to do that before and it's been boring AF. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's some that it fell flat. Yeah. And this did not. So yeah. Yeah. it's an A for me. It could have been like the the film from the back of the balcony like the, the, the proud parent filming the kid from the, you know, and, and they do a good job. I mean, like you said, Jake, you're limited on the amount of shots you can get, but they pull off some great close-ups. There's some nice two shots, some reverse shots, um, but it is limited, but I'm still, I'm with you. It's an A. Um, the first time I saw it, I was absolutely blown away from it. Wanted to, like Val said, read more and Google more, learn more. And uh, I mean, it's not uh the cinematic as it could be, but I think it's for what it is, for what it needed to be. Dang. I'm worried for crazy. <laughs> Can I just go like into the scary movie lighting? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the lighting the is really across the back. We started talking about a mansion. There's thunder going into... off. The lighting got bad. Did we just move into an A24 film or what? what is a Bloomhouse film? What's going on? Their new A24 movie. You know, I don't love horror films. I made myself I've heard watch good it things. and I gave it a B plus. Nice. Wow. I've heard good things about that one. It don't talk, talk to me. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, there you go. A. It's all A's. Triple, Triple A. a rated. Hamilton, I'm not surprised. I would be shocked if we had <laughs> on this particular one. We get one. so much hate mail. Well, yeah. We'd get that one letter. Dear, <laughs> dear Tracy. It would probably be for me, you guys. Thanks um, <laughs> writing the hate letter to us. <laughs> there you go. Uh, make sure you follow us in all the places. We are on uh, Instagram, threads, Twitter, or not Twitter, X, whatever it is now. 
Facebook. Really we're in all the places. It, my app changed this morning. It now just oh, says. Did it? App. I haven't even looked. Yeah. And tune in next week to see if Val survives the haunted hotel. Yep. Uh, and if you can, we would really love your support uh, for the money that we're raising for American Cancer Society. That would be fantastic. Even $5 helps, makes a big difference. Uh, and we just appreciate your support listening to the show or watching the show. And until next time, we hope you stay safe, Val, out there in the middle of thunder and rain and everything it's else. Gonna turn into the It'll Hollywood be Hotel sunny and 90 in 10 more minutes. I don't know. That's kind yeah. of how it's been the whole time I've been here. <laughs> Hey, don't throw Craziness. away your shot, Val. Yeah, she's not going to throw away her shot. All right. Yeah, I'm, we'll not gonna... <laughs> not gonna... All right. I'm not going to... Not going to... All right. This has been an Age of Geek media production.